many ways in the past here. And already we've seen God already move through Sister Martin, and I believe that God has given Brother Martin a word that is specific for this time and for this season. As a matter of fact, I feel the prophetic in the atmosphere right now. Brother Martin, my friend, I want you to come, and I want you to just lay on us what God laid on you. Amen? Amen. Take your liberty. Do you think that's good enough? Can we worship him together? Hallelujah. Is he worthy to be praised? Anybody believe the spirit of the Lord is in the atmosphere tonight? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I feel like we should do that just a little bit longer. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. to be praised. Amen. Amen. Our expectations only matter if he shows up. Hallelujah. Nothing else in this place matters but Jesus. Thank the Lord. Somebody ought to go ahead and worship him. I know there's a protocol and an order to service, but that order, even the order is submitted to our God. Let's just worship him just for a few more moments because he's worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You didn't have to let us live. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your blood. Thank you, oh God, hallelujah, for the crimson tide. Anybody thinking about the crimson tide that is shed on Calvary? Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Glory and honor to your name. You are majestic. You are royalty. Father, hallelujah. Nothing else matters but you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you for worshiping with us. Thank you for worshiping with me, allowing me to worship with you. Amen. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Amen. And I'm excited about what God is already doing. Amen. And I'm excited about you. Praise the Lord. Uh, I promise I won't be here long. God can be here as long as he wants, and he can keep me here as but uh, I, I don't plan to be here long. Yes, I'm blaming you, Sister Marie, and I'm going to call you on it. Don't let my mic go out again. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read from the book of Ezekiel tonight. Amen. Just two verses of scripture. And uh, I, 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 I feel and I've heard interwoven all through the night, through the songs, amen, through through what God prophesied through my wife, amen. And what I hear and what he told me before I got here was a simple word, and I'm going to try to elaborate on that word. It, that word is positioning, positioning, amen. Are you still in position? If you don't hear anything else I say tonight, understand, I want you to understand that God has a value for you. And just like uh, someone with rank in the military carries a position and everything else that's under him is subordinate. Amen. As long as he carries that rank. And when God, God says he'll give you power, when God is in your life, he gives you a position. Amen. And this is what we want to talk about by the grace of God tonight. Is that all right? 
If you preach with me, amen, it'll be all right. If you don't preach with me, it'll be all right. Praise God. Ezekiel chapter 43. Did I tell you that already? Amen. Ezekiel 43. Verse 8 and 9. So if you got it, say amen. Everyone's got the digitized versions of the Bible. I see, oh, no. I I see a whole lot of handheld scriptures. Praise God. Amen. All right, let's read. It says, in their setting of their threshold, is that what you got? In their setting of their threshold by my thresholds, God's thresholds. Notice the word threshold. We'll talk about that. Notice there's two thresholds in this scripture, and there's not supposed to be. We're talking about the temple. In the setting of their threshold by my thresholds and their posts by my posts and the wall between me and them, they have even defiled my holy name by their abominations that they have committed. Wherefore, I have consumed them in my anger. Now let them put away their whoredom and the carcasses of their kings far from me, and I will dwell in the midst of them forever. Amen. Sounds like a ladder that God wants to come down. Amen, to provide us with the guidance and to dwell with us, to live with us. So bow your heads with me just for a moment. Father, we love you. We thank you for what you're doing. I decrease, I step out of the way, Lord God. There's nothing I have to say. I pray that you speak to me and through me, oh God. Hallelujah. Have your way and be glorified, Jesus, on this night of commemoration for what you've done for us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. The blood has never lost its power. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, I'm excited still, Lord God, hallelujah, of that flow. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, COVID can't strip you of your power. Thank you, God, hallelujah, glory, glory, glory. Isha, in Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands, you may be seated. If I get excited, I'll have church all by myself. But I know there's a witness in the house. Can I get a witness? Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 You know, I discovered something interesting that many people take for granted. Do you know you're supposed to be like God? You are supposed to. I didn't say you're supposed to be God. I said you're supposed to be like God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You are supposed to look like God. You're supposed to sound like God. You're supposed to act like God. Why? Because you're made in the image of God. Genesis 1, 26. Amen. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. We, are, we have God's image. Something that the animals can't testify to. We have the image of God. Another thing of why we're supposed to be like him, amen, we'll get to positioning, we're going to get there. Let me lay some foundation. We're created in God's likeness. You can be in the image of God, Sister Marie, but not in his likeness. There's a whole lot of people nowadays that are in the image of God that look like God. When they walk, all of creation is wondering what is going to come out of their spirit, what's going to come out of their mouth. When the angels watch, 
from their dimension of wherever they are, and they watch humans walking. They see the image of God walking. Unfortunately, they don't always see his likeness. Genesis 5.1 says, This is the book of the generations of Adam in the day that God created man. In the likeness of God made he him. Genesis 1.26, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion, somebody say dominion, over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over, uh, uh, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. There's a whole lot of dominion supposed to be here. Verse 27, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Let's look at dominion. This is part of being in the image of God and in his likeness. If this is not occurring in your life, then we need to be able to reassess where we are and what we're supposed to be. The Bible and the voice of God is kind of like the KPS. Everyone knows what GPS is, the global positioning system. I want to know about the kingdom positioning system. I want to know where I stand according to the design of God. Where am I according to the feature set that God has in us? Hebrews 2.8 says, Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. Talking about man. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. Somebody say nothing. Everything is supposed to be in subjection under man. He left nothing. He left nothing. You get that? He left nothing that is not put under man. He left nothing that is not put under the people, the worshipers of New, uh, the Pentecostals of New Britain. Nothing. Somebody say nothing. I want to hammer this home because the enemy's got some people tripped up. But this is Bible. But. Now we see not yet all things put under him, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor that by the grace of God he should taste death for every man. You know what? If we're made in the image and likeness of God, it's no wonder why the adversary saw us in the garden and became envious. This is where you're going to have to pay attention because I'm going to disagree with some folks out there. But I'm going to stick in the Bible. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. Notice, amen, that in Isaiah chapter 14, it says, verses 12 through 14, How art, and I'm giving you scripture, it's okay. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did it weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will send into the heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. There's a whole lot of folks that think that Lucifer was over all of the angels. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. But it's interesting that the scripture, in his heart, he had a desire to exalt his throne above the stars of God, above the angels. Well, then where were you if you still are desiring to be above the angels? He said, I will sit also upon the mount of God in the size of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. Now watch this. He never said, I want to be God. All he said in his heart was, I want to be like God, like the Most High. 
So when he looks at God making man and declaring that man is in the image of God, the devil in all the glory that God has created him to have looks at man and says, I am not like him. I have a desire in my heart to be like God, but I can't be like God. Did I lose anybody? Notice his goal was to rise above the angel. Amen. Some think that he was second in command under the Lord. Praise the Lord. But it seems that whatever he wanted, it was to be above the angels, all of the angels. Did we know that there's archangels? From what scripture tells us, there's Michael, there's Gabriel. Amen. Some say that he was the, the, the leader of worship. It's interesting that later in scripture says he took, he took a third of the angels. Maybe he was only over a third and he wanted to be over. Who knows? Who cares? What we know is that he didn't have what we have. He valued what we, God gave us more than we value it in ourselves. He gave everything up because he wanted our position. Praise the Lord. Revelation 12 says, and he, his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. The scripture never tells, nowhere else in the Bible will you find that this fallen angel took a third of the angels. This is, this is the only scripture where we get it from, and it's prophetic in the future. Are you still with me? I know it's late Friday night. Right? We have all of these theories and all of these conclusions. But I dare somebody to find a scripture that talks about a third of the angels. This is it right here. And it's prophetic. So what are you saying, preacher? Praise the Lord. Isaiah 14, 12, we just read it. O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations? You know, during creation there were no nations yet. Huh? So he fell at some point. We know in the beginning that when God created the world, the Bible says, the heaven and the earth, the Bible says the angels were there. Because the sons of God sung for joy when the foundations of the world were laid. As a matter of fact, it says in Job 38 that the angels sang together and shouted for joy. Some people like to take notes. I hope you're taking notes so you get the, you talk to one of the sound people and you get it. I don't know if together is inclusive of all the angels, but to me, together means together. Everybody was singing when the foundations of the world were laid. There, man wasn't there yet. We're all in one accord. We're excited about what's going to happen. What is in the mind of God? God, what are you going to do? We were created. There's nobody else here. And here comes God while they're singing and shouting for joy. And he forms man and makes him look like him and act like him and puts everything, all the works of his hands under their dominion. And the angels step back and some of them might have stopped singing. We're talking about position. We can talk about some of the beings from Noah's day. Reserved, the Bible says they're reserved in chains, bound in the, in the middle of the river Euphrates. We can talk about Jesus said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning. But you have to ask yourself, is that uh, uh, prophetic for the future? Or is he stepping into uh, 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 watching what happened when Satan fell in the past? Amen. Notice, again, there's no mention of all of these demons within angels. Isaiah 14, 16 says, they, shall, they, shall, uh, they, they that see thee shall narrowly 
look upon me. 1 Corinthians 6.3 says, Know ye not that you shall judge angels? How much more things than that pertain to, the, to this life? I'm talking to you about your position. I want you to follow me and understand the value because all of hell wants to steal what you have if you don't know what you have. This is what I'm trying to get to. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 5. Watch this now. Remember, we read that he put all things under our subjection, and you shouted with me. He left nothing that was not put under them. Watch this. Hebrews 2, 5. For unto the angels hath he not put in subjection the world to come whereof we speak. Are you still with me? There's no angel that he put all of this, that kingdom business under. This is for us. It's for you and I. It's for the church. It's for the saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. Those that are aligned in righteousness and look and act in the image and likeness of God. Do you know your position? Scripture cautions us, Luke 10, 20, notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written of heaven. Lucifer wanted to ascend and get into heaven, and our names are written in heaven. Are you starting to get the picture of jealousy? This battle is not about the Satan versus God. It has nothing to do with Satan versus God. He knows it. I used to get tripped up because I'm like, oh, you know you can't win. There's nothing you can do. How could you fall? How could you be deceived be in, 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 the, in the presence of such awesome greatness? It has nothing to do with God. It's everything to do about the image of God. Because if he can destroy you, if he can steal from you, the only way he can have dominion in this world is through the people who have the dominion. If he can control you and I, then he can attain our power, our authority that God gave us. Ah, praise God. We're almost there. I said I wasn't going to be long. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus Christ. He wanted to swap places with Adam. He looked at Jesus, the second Adam, and he said, if you really be the son of God, he's got to ponder now because he's seen man all down through the ages and the dispensations, and he finally sees this Jesus who was going to come and die, but he didn't know what the purpose was, and he's got the power. He's commanding stones and uh, uh, I'm sorry, not stones. He's commanding things, and they happen. He talks to water and wind. He, Jesus is talking to, to, to pigs. Things are happening. This is, this is the, the glimpse of the power that God gave us. And, and Hebrews is very clear to let us know that we may not see it amongst us as we should, but we see Jesus as the position of where we ought to be. Praise the Lord. How do we get there? Amen. How do we get there? Watch this, because this is where there's the transition. Amen. God is looking for people who are aligned with him. He's looking for people who, who can bear his image and his likeness. And he's constantly looking out for drifters to come on back. He's constantly looking for folks who still haven't got it, haven't got it right yet. And he's like, I can help you. We can do this. In fact, I know where you're going to mess up. I know where you're going to fall. And I'm going to come and die because I want you to remain in my image and likeness. You don't have to be stoned like the law said. 
You don't have to be killed like the law said. I'm going to shed my blood because I want you in position to act like me in the world to come. I want you to sound like me. I want you to know who you are. And so when we think about Passover and we think about Resurrection Sunday, it's all about the mind of God that was set from the beginning that looked upon us in the position that we were supposed to be in, seeing us fall, and then for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Transition. We read the scripture. This is where I'm tying it in. The threshold. He said, he talked about the temple and he said, he said, they set their thresholds by my thresholds, their posts, by my posts, and a wall between me and them. Here's what happens oftentimes that moves us from the place of where we are in position to look and act and sound like God in the demonstration of power and walking in anointing. It's because there's thresholds and doors and walls and posts being built that aren't designed to go where they're supposed to go in our lives. He said, in the setting of their thresholds, by my thresholds. This is, this is how it happens. I wish, I wish this could move a little bit, but I'm going to be over here. We're ordained to be here, for example. And, and, and the moment things get rough, the life that it takes to stay up here, the sacrifice that God requires of us, you say, well, this is, right? You know, you test, test the waters. For those that can't see, I'm just testing the waters. I'm still alive. I didn't die. Like the enemy told, like the enemy told Eve. Right, had her had her tricked up, and she thought in her mind, if I, if I touch the tree, I'm gonna die. But that's not what he said. He said, if you eat of the fruit, so she's touched it and saw she didn't die. She touched the waters, and that's how the enemy lures us away from our power and authority. Because I can't operate the same way down here as I could up there. This is easier. The setting of the posts by his posts. I'm not too. I'm still in the church. God, I can still worship with the saints. I'm all right. Brother Tryon's just an old-time fogey, doing things the old-school way. This is the new generation. Brother Brown, Sister Brown, they're old-school fogies. Is fogey a word? (laughs) We don't have to do it. This is 2021. We just came through a pandemic. The doors of the church were shut. We can worship God. God is calling us for change. I can relax a little bit. We don't have to have overnight prayer anymore, preacher. I'm still saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, I used to watch those cartoons. I used to love those cartoons. Anybody know Wiley Coyote? I'm dating myself. Road Runner. There was there were some times where they would mix and match the shows, and Wiley Coyote actually had some communication with Bugs Bunny. And I saw this on Woody Woodpecker, too. These are old cartoons. They may have them nowadays, but I don't watch all that stuff anymore. Amen. He would say, cross this line, right, and I'm going to do something to you, right? And then the enemy would cross that line, or the person would cross that line. Well, no, cross this line. Keep drawing lines. I remember I saw something one time in a movie. They said, if you lay, I guess somebody was being robbed or something, and, and the guys wanted to stand up. He said, if you lay one um, hand on her, or you hurt one piece of hair on her, and the guy was like, hold on, hold on, before you continue, pluck, 
What were you saying? The world is full of compromisers. The world is full of people who are no longer aligned to the standards. I remember there was a preaching, Remove Not the Ancient Landmarks, in a general conference many, many, many years ago. I came to tell somebody with my crimson shirt on, praise God, it's on purpose that the blood still works. The position that the cross has given us, the idea that God had in his mind when he created us in his image and his likeness, it still works. You wonder why there's no power and authority in your life. You wonder why you're struggling with your prayer and your fasting. It's because you're out of position. Out of position. I came up, I came up in, in high school, and I remember they had us. I was so excited because he's no longer with us due to this pandemic, and the Lord called him home. I'm trying to be equal opportunity side preacher. Amen. So I'm going to be over here for a little bit. Amen. Uh, he came to visit our church one time in, in New York, and uh, I remember with my own eyes, he prayed for somebody that they said their back was hurting. He said, come on up here. He had the older lady. He had her sit across uh, a couple of chairs and put her feet up. He said, God told me the reason why your back hurts is because your feet are uneven. And she's looking at him, you know, kind of with the, who, who's a character, puts their eyebrow up, praise God. And she's kind of looking like, what are you talking about? My feet are uneven. Sure enough, as she, as uh, uh, Brother Eli Hernandez put the feet up, we could see he had the whole church look. And the feet were, were just slightly off. He said, God is going to heal you in front of everybody's eyes. Amen. And he prayed, and he had the church pray. And we watched as the foot grew snapped into position, and he shook him, stood up. She had no limp. She had no pain in her back. She was healed by the power of God. And so when I came and saw that with my own eyes, I knew there's something about this thing. There's no way I can turn my back on God. I might fall. But this thing is real. There's people moving in the power of the living God. And so at age 15, 14 and 15, I was standing on the high school chairs in the cafeteria giving people what I saw, the testimony that God is real. And to this day, when God speaks to me about being aligned and the power that flows through his church and through his people, I have to submit and I've got to get back in line because God has a plan and a purpose that I want to move in. Do you need guidance in your life? Look for the posts. Have you put walls up? Have you put up a plan and a protocol and a procedure? Is your job taking the place of the posts and the threshold that God has called you to? Do you have a, just a little bit easier of a sacrifice? Do you have just a little bit easier of a prayer life? Well, God understands. Let me tell you something. God understands, but you're still made in the image and the likeness of God. Angels are watching very closely. They want your position. They can't have it. There's nothing they can do to steal it from you. Nothing. No matter how much they squirm, no matter, no matter how much they trick you, no matter how much you've lost uh, your, your, your righteous, the righteousness of God in you, no matter how much you've messed up, as long as you're alive, as long as you have breath, the blood still works. And so I want to tell you about the greatest position of all. Because as the devils were watching him, this man, this image in the likeness of God for the first time in over 4,000 years since the creation, he's walking and calling himself, making himself equal with God. Could this be? Could this really be the one? There was no Bible for them to refer to. We have scriptures. They had some, some letters and things that were written. 
but they don't know what God was going to do. They're watching this Jesus walking on earth, performing all sorts of miracles. And they said, we've got to destroy him. We've got to mess him up. Anything ever happen in your life that you can't explain? You ever go through some hardships? The pandemic was hard enough. We lost some loved ones. Some of us lost some jobs. We don't understand why. Here's Jesus. Why did he have to die? Why did he have to get his beard torn? The king of glory, ancient of days, before Abraham was, he said, I am. What do you have to go through? You're made in the image and likeness of God. But yet he still had to suffer. He chose to suffer for us. And so as he was there, praise God, they said, this can't be the one. This is another counterfeit. We saw this before. We saw this in Adam and Eve. We saw Adam operating in the authority and power of God. Jesus, you're nothing but a counterfeit. And they sneered at him. This day, 2,000 years ago approximately, they tore his garments. You're not the image of God. We've All the devils, we've seen this before. The people that committed themselves to hell and the people that didn't want to live for God laughed, scorned him, mocked him. Ah, another one. They came out with a song many, many years ago. Another one bites the dust. Who is this Jesus? Yeshua. You're supposed to be God becoming their salvation. Whipping him. Blood falling. You're nothing. Can you imagine? And here's Jesus being led down the road. Couldn't even carry his own cross in so much pain. Somebody lied and said this is all about an Easter day. Easter is just another. Nah, I'll give you that at the end if I have time. Praise the Lord. But they watched him struggling from the garden to the mountain, Mount Calvary. And as they nailed him, tacked his hands on an old rugged cross. Sunday's coming. I know there's resurrection. We know the end of the story. As they pulled him up, heave, ho, and mankind in their power watched the Son of God come to arise above the earth. Staking his feet, taking the spare, stabbing him in the side, watching the blood flow. Jesus said, and now I'm in position. All of this just so I can get right where I need to be. Father, forgive all of them, for they know not what they do. Into thy hands I commend my spirit. He died. Graves started opening up. Couldn't contain the dead. Hell is like, what happened? We had this one, and we had that one. What's going on? The Bible says the mountains began to shake and rip in two. I believe even the mountains had to worship because the Son of God has come. He got into position to get the earth back from the hands of the enemy. And you and I are alive today because of the position that he endured. You and I are alive today because of what God did for us. Don't ever look down on the position God gave you. He died to give us an 
an inheritance. He died to give you a testimony. He died to get you out of your situation. And you and I are going to be with him forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Lucifer, you may or may not have led angels, but I'm going to sing songs that angels can't sing. I'm going to sing the song of the redeemed. I'm going to worship on streets of gold. The Bible says there's going to be no more streets of gold for the enemy. Praise God on all of his devils. All of them are going to be destined to the lake of fire. But I'm excited about the world to come. And I'm excited about what he's given us today. Are you in position? The more time out of position, the more time is lost. And I'm coming to a close. This thing is real. But it's important for us to be in position. I gave a demonstration. I think I did it here before. If I had a football and I was playing with a Brother Brown and I wanted to pass it to him, this was going to be our favorite play. And he was right where I needed him to be. It was going to be a line drive. And I said, and he just walked away and stood over there. He's not going to get what I have for him. I tried. It's coming. The good thing with God is that you can always get back in position. Today is a message, a Passover message, that you can get back into position. Whatever it takes, I don't care. Whatever I got to do, Father, I'm not going to miss. I love you too much. We sung the song to fail now. I might fail again, but I'll get up again, Father. Anybody ready to get up? Anybody ready to walk in the walk, the image and likeness of God? It should be like a mirror. When you're walking down the street, the angels should look and say, oh, there goes Jesus. Because they don't see you. They see the image and reflection of the glory of God. The, the spirits of infirmity ought to, oh God, have you come to torment us before our time? The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. The anointing is on us when we're in position. Do you want to be in position? I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray that this reached you. I pray you hear the voice of God calling, come, ye who are weary. Right here, X marks the spot at this altar, X, X, but Jesus can you, just, can you just come over here? Do you remember that man? I'm trying to close, I promise. Do you remember that man by the pool? No man picks me up and takes me into the stirring of the water. Every time I try, I, I just, I don't have what it takes to get there in time. And Jesus said, that's okay, because where my presence is, there's liberty. X marks the spot. It was just supposed to be a pool. I'm going into another message, God. I'm not going to try to do that. It's just supposed to be a pool. They didn't create this to be a healing ground. God sent an angel to trouble the water because he wanted to make it a healing ground. Because he knew one day, not just one man, but several people would get into the pool. That's why he waited 38 years. But people repetitiously would go and get healed. God declared that X marks the spot. You could go to another pool that looked like this pool, but you won't find your healing over there. Because that's not where the X is. Where the threshold lies. Where the posts are. That's where we want to be. Don't set your walls by his walls. Our walls aren't good enough. I don't care care what it takes. I don't care if we have to die. I don't care if I lose my voice up here trying to preach the word of God. I want what God has for me. I want to be in position.
we all stand. The devil is full of lies. The father of lies. Easter is not in the Bible. It's in translations. The King James uses the word Easter erroneously. Easter comes from the word that means goddess of fertility, austere. It has nothing to do with Pentecost, nothing to do with the blood. It's a representation of the moving of the threshold and the post. Nothing to do with Easter bunnies. The word that they translated Easter is Pascal. It means Passover. Pascal in the Greek. It means Passover. Why would you want to take the word Passover and turn it into the goddess of fertility? Because somebody walked away from the post. Somebody walked away. Don't walk away. If you are living right, great. Look at your KPS, your kingdom positioning system. God, move closer to an altar. Skip that meal. You ever close one GPS for another one? I don't, I don't want to hear you, Google. I want to hear Mac, uh, Waze. Because we don't like the route. KPS, Kingdom Positioning System. Where are you today? Can you still see the blood? Do you still have visions of, of, of what God, of Calvary? Do you still think about the souls that God died for? If your dreams don't align with his, then you're out of position. If your greatest desire is your next car, your next house, that's fine. Good things for your kids, good things for your folks. That's great. Nothing wrong with that. But if you've lost that one thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. You're out of position. If you've laid hands on sick and they haven't recovered, you're out of position. If, they, if you don't see, because if you don't see the sick recovering, something's not right. Because that's Bible and God is not a man that he should lie. I know there's social distancing, so I am going to invite those who need extra help in their prayer. Social distance at this altar. I don't know how you guys do it, but there's enough room. I'm going to put on my mask. If you need me to pray for you, I'll pray for you. But our prayer today is, Lord, I want to be in position. That's the KPS system. I'm not telling you to intermingle and violate CDC guidelines. What I am telling you is to find a position out of your comfort zone. Why? Because God, what I heard God say is the threshold tonight is at this altar. Anointing is not always meals on wheels. It's not always come knocking at my door. We can order Uber, Uber Eats and uh, Uber this, Uber that, Uber salvation, Uber prayer, Uber anointing. The devil is a liar. There's one cross that the Son of God died on. The rest is up to us. I feel the anointing.
I'm not telling you if you don't come, you won't get a blessing. You'll get a blessing too. But what it shows the angels, what it shows all of heaven, God, this is more than in my mind. I want my position. Come on. We're going to pray in just a moment. Come on. Come on. Wherever you are, just begin to worship. Come on. I agree with you, preacher. I feel it. There's a ladder here. There's an anointing that's going to unlock here tonight. Don't miss it. I don't care what you believed in the past. God is here to prove himself. He's a grown God. I can step aside and God is going to do what he wants to do. Here we go. Here we go. Begin to worship. This is it. Any late, any late comers or stragglers, you're still welcome. Come on. Here we go. Wherever you are, begin to worship. Begin to worship. Begin to worship. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke spirit of infirmity. I bind the spirit of infirmity right now. I take the authority that God has given me. Eboshah commanded out of your body. I lose healing. In the name of Jesus Christ. Use them for your glory, God. The name of Jesus. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Anointing fall afresh. Anointing fall afresh. Hey. 